Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to Yoga Time. Uh, no, this is actually Geekscape episode 205 here at WonderCon. This is the Geekscape booth where we're promoting ZombieCon and Geekscape to all the WonderCon attendees in 2011. Uh, we wish you guys were here with us, but I'm guessing you didn't make it or else you'd be a guest. Um, if this is your first Geekscape, don't be alarmed. We're going to talk about movies, video games, and comics, latest news and reviews. I've been landlocked here at the booth all weekend, so we're going to have guests come in like... We're going to have guests come and tell you about their uh, experiences at Geekscape. Um, Javi, you're a friend of the show. Hi. You've been here a while. I have. Um, I have indeed. So, listen, as a creator, yes. have, have you ever attended uh, WonderCon before? No, actually, uh, this is my first WonderCon, and I, and I have about an hour at WonderCon, and it's, it's just for Geekscape. So, like, literally, I, I've been in San Francisco for, like, 36 hours to, see, uh, to do some family business, but Geekscape came a knocking, and I said, I have to go to WonderCon just for Geekscape. So here I am. That's the kind of clout Geekscape has. Absolutely. Uh, and Javi, you've got clout because you created Middleman. You've been a writer on TV many yes. times. You've done comic books. Yes. Uh, yes. How would the kids know you? I, I, I've thrown uh, out oh some of it. I think, I think the one that most people seem to know is Lost. Uh, I was a writer and producer on that show for the first two seasons. But uh, since then, I, uh, I worked on uh, Medium. Before that, I worked on The Pretender, Sequest, Boomtown, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, Charmed. For two years, I created uh, The Middleman, both the comic book and the TV show. Uh, the comic book in collaboration with Les McLean, who draws the tick nowadays. Uh, at, one, at, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con this year, I'm going to have a new book called Ramiel, Wrath of God, which is uh, published by Ape. Uh, not Ape, uh, the Alternative Press Expo, but Ape, the publishing company. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing, and I'm uh, and I'm writing a feature uh, based on the comic book Dead at Seventeen, which is uh, Viper Comics' book uh, by Josh Howard. No, so, uh, Walton actually yes. has a Dead at Seventeen Brian, uh, tattoo, you, right? You, Here, you stick, stick your arm in front of the camera. Up to like show the show the people this because. Look at that. Yeah. Does that look like anything but like a kid's arm with pencil? What does that look I like? I don't know. I don't know. But but the thing is, Dead at Seventeen was such a pop. Josh Howard did such an amazing job on that book. And that uh, Viper published the first uh, three series of it. Uh, Image picked it up, and they have a three additional series going on. So it's it's an amazing sort of indie smash hit, and it's uh, it's been great working with Josh. I've actually Josh and I used to be in the Viper booth with Middleman and him with Dead at Seventeen from the very early days, and and it was because of Dead at Seventeen and some of the early Viper books that I went to Viper with the Middleman. So to be able to be the guy who's sort of doing the film adaptation of it is kind of like homecoming. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's awesome. Are you going to come to the Geekscape booth in San Diego and actually uh, sign some of your stuff with us? Are you going to have more time in San Diego yes. than you have yes. now? Yes, no, absolutely. No, this is, a, this is a very different sort of situation because I, I love conventions. It's like being at a, con a comic book convention is kind of like being wrapped in a warm donut. I mean, it's <laughs> like it is, it is love. It is like Nirvana. It is Buddha-like. Uh, so, so San Diego, I'm there. I'm actually there from the Wednesday before the show opens, like the week before the show opens, just getting ready, going to the convention center, hanging around. And then uh, I got nowhere else to go. Yeah, no, pretty much, uh, pretty much. Uh, I can't wait for Nerd Spring Break to start. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like the guy who's camping out at the at the theater where the band is playing, like you know, two days before the band is there, <laughs> so I can be the first in the mosh pit. So, uh, so it's really exciting, and uh, yeah, and and I I will sign. I will come to your booth. This is how much I love Geekscape, and it's not at all because of the photos they have of me. It's actually because uh, you guys have been so supportive. I will sign. Stuff that I did, I'll sign stuff that Kevin Rubio did. Uh, you know what? I mean, I'll sign whatever sign, you want. Sign my book that, that's going to launch book. at San I'll Diego. I'll sign your book. You know, I'll sign whatever you want. 
I, I would uh, just write my book. It, it gets it, writing comics. I've discovered recently uh, is more kind of time consuming. A little it? more yeah. time <laughs> intensive than I thought. And uh, yeah. and the publisher on Sam uh, wants to go into an ongoing, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, that could take hours. To, Are like, you write kidding that me? Book, you know, to actually write it and yeah. So yeah. I'm quitting Geekscape. Yes. This is your actually your farewell pod. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, no, oh, dude, no, no. I yeah. forgot to tell you. Without so, Geekscape, nobody's going to buy the stupid yeah. book. So so, next, <laughs> so the booth over here, this booth behind right, you, right. is the booth for Femme Fatales. That's like the new Showtime series. I'm directing an episode of that. Are you serious? Yeah. What is it, just babes dying? Uh, no, it's actually, it's, 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 a, it's a crime noir anthology. Uh -huh. uh, it takes the title Femme Fatales from the from the magazine, but it's not like violence, like horror violence. It's more noir. It's a little bit of everything, actually. Oh, cool. It's a little bit of. It's a, there, there's some episodes because it's an anthology, and it actually has characters who recur through the anthology series. Some of the episodes are are, are very crime noir. Some of them are more horror. Some of them are like revenge uh, stories. It's an amazing show. I've, pulpy. I, it's pulpy, exactly. That's what it is. And uh, the guys who uh, write and direct it are doing an amazing job. I, they actually called me because of a music video that, that I directed uh, that they saw on uh, on the internet and asked me if I wanted to, to, to work with the show and I said yeah and then they showed me some episodes it's fantastic so that's the other thing I'm up to right now so there you go but he's at our booth first how can I possibly sleep or eat when are I'm you, doing so much stuff are you gonna go over to the booth and say hi uh, to these guys yeah yeah I did already go, go, go over right. there we're gonna keep bringing the right when we get back to LA come on the show I would love to cool. I would love to I can I sign you yeah. Okay. Cool. Then I'm then I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Cool. Thanks again. If bon, if bon Jovi can sign women's breasts, you can sign a giant boob. Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. We uh, we're talking about Kevin Rubio, uh, a, a creator who's we actually have had on the show before in Tone Rodriguez's art studio, and uh, Kevin's one of the many uh, guests that we've had at the at the booth signing uh, the entire weekend. We've had like Bria Grant. We had Vampy, who is an awesome cosplayer. Uh, was. She was she was crazy. She was like your lead-in yeah. yesterday, yeah, awesome. and there was nothing but dudes yeah. because she was dressed as Miss Marvel. There was nothing but dudes just sitting there yeah. uh, salivating, mm -hmm. and then when she left, they, they were all, still standing there salivating. Just a little bit, yeah. Then they all left. And, oh, she's gone. So you know. uh, Kevin, you're somebody who was on the show long ago. Remember we taped yeah. that episode yeah. in, in Tone's house. In Tone's house. Yeah. Um, we needed to have you back on the show earlier. Yeah. And I apologize yeah. for that. What have you been up to? Oh, gosh, since then. Uh, most recently, I'm writing on the new Green Lantern, um, uh, which will be happening sometime in the future. I'm That's not like an animated to say. cartoon? It's an animated cartoon, new Green Lantern animated cartoon. Um, uh, and I'm here also um, uh, pushing uh, Abyss Comics. The second volume is out. Volume 1 came out in February. Volume 2 was held back for some reason. We're not sure why, but it is out this Wednesday. April 6th, uh, my Volume 2, Issue 2. Uh, so if I'm doing anything, I'm pu pushing, go ask for Abyss. It's, you can't miss it. It's the first comic on the shelf. It's from Red 5 Comics. <laughs> Red, 5 comics. Red 5 Comics, you guys know, do like Atomic Robo. I'm a fan of, uh, I, I've talked about Abyss on the show. And uh, recently, we had Steve Robles, the world's laziest comic book reviewer, um, review your book. And the review was, <laughs> it was shit, man. He, 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 he said it was crappy. Dickheadedish. Yeah, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah, You're a better man than I, Rubio. If somebody everybody. had ever reviewed my book like that, I'll find them. No. I'll hunt them down. I'll make them pay. Well, you, but you were very nice. Yeah. You yeah, were like, well, okay, your opinion. You're yeah. wrong. Your opinion. It's, it's a, everybody, you can't please everyone. What I like is that mm -hmm. Geekscape will give a, someone like Kevin a bad review and still come back. Of course. Well, because he was wrong. There you go. That's what I've been waiting for him to say. That's what I've been waiting for him to say, Steve. No, All right? No. He's in front of the camera, not you. Keep writing your article. Go back to work. I want to hear the tiki-taki of the keys. Um, He's been here signing Abyss all weekend, but he he's also done some Star Wars stuff. You yeah. remember your troop short that everybody troops, liked? Yeah. It was like cops, but with stormtroopers. Yeah, I, yeah, I also wrote for Dark Horse. Uh, I have a, a, a graphic novel called Tag and Bink We're Here, which is, uh, if, if you're familiar with the... Uh, a play called Roden, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's kind of what Tag and Bink is like, only in the Star Wars universe. It's a hilarious book. You guys should see it. it then you had like a follow-up to it, right? Uh, well, the, the, yeah. There was Tag and Bink were dead. Then Tag and the Return of Tag and Bink, and uh, Tag and Bink Episode One, uh, Star Wars, uh, or was God? I can't remember. There's so many iterations of it. But <laughs> it is a writer. Yeah, the Star Wars uh, Tag and Bink Episode One. Revenge of the Clones, I think, was what it was and, called. And then a little factoid, Kevin and I are in the same movie. People versus George Lucas. 
Are you? Yeah. I've never seen it. Have you it. not seen it? I've not seen it. All I know I is... I gave it, the review, it, like, I gave the interview about two and a half yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, no. So. Uh, I've seen the movie. Yeah. I saw it, it, it last year, South by Southwest, oh. and then at, like, the, uh, I think, a, uh, Hollywood Film Festival this, like, past summer. And all I can think when I'm, I'm like, oh, Kevin looks awesome. Really? When I'm on the screen, I have this errant eyebrow oh. that just, like, sticks out. Like, a, did you see that, Walton? Like, this errant eyebrow. And I wish I could... I don't care about 3D. I don't care about smell-o-vision. I want the ability to reach into the screen and pluck that damn eyebrow that is sticking out during my interview. That is what I care about, which I know is a bit vain and stupid, yeah. but and by the way, so wore, am I. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I, I, th I think I wore sunglasses in that. Yeah, but you interviewed and, me by yeah, the beach. But by the beach. So I and wasn't just trying below to be a, frame, yeah, I wasn't trying to be there's a, a woman yeah. oh, really? satisfying him. Wow, I didn't you know You guys don't know that. That's a little behind the scenes. That's a little direct, extra that. directors. I didn't know he that. He didn't even know that. But the reason he's wearing sunglasses at the beach, he's getting pleasure during his interview. Mm. Uh, Kevin, yes. what else can we expect from you? More Abyss? More Abyss. More. Uh, yeah, more Abyss is coming out. The Green Lantern uh, series. The Green Lantern series. Uh, and uh, and in talks, like, like everybody, kind of in talks to do some stuff that I can't say. I mean, because I'm sorry. Because he doesn't even know himself. No, no, no. <laughs> They're just talks right now. Just talk. And uh, in Hollywood, you, the second you say something, is the second it falls through. Well, yeah, exactly. And then you look like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like the Geekscape movie. It could be really, really cool. Search for Gilmore. Right. Um, yeah, so right now, more Abyss okay. is what it's cool. cool. Kevin, yes. when we get back to L.A., you're going to be on the show, too. All right. And then, of course, in San Diego, you guys make your plans for San Diego. We're going to have creators like Kevin signing at our booth. Right. Is that right? That's right. And also, just again, to plug for Red 5, if you like Abyss or any of the Red 5 comics, uh, you know, uh, ask your comic book dealer to, to get them. Particularly Abyss. And that's it. <laughs> See, I'm not the only Van guy here. I'm not the only Van guy here. Um, let me bring up one of the Geekscapists. You guys are no, uh, you guys are no strangers to Stephen Prescott here, who you may not recognize because he's dressed like Doctor Who, which is porn to him. Uh, Steven, yeah. Well, yeah, I've yeah. been stuck here at the booth. Um, what have you experienced at WonderCon? Tell me everything. Everything? Uh, okay. There's just much I can't talk about, really. But, um, uh, let, let me tell um, you how WonderCon bad it is. Has, yeah. ha, ha, WonderCon has actually been a lot of fun. And you're this year. local. I'm local. I'm local. Yeah. Uh, WonderCon is uh, it's it's blowing up. It's uh, this is a big year. We yeah. drove in on Thursday and uh, we stayed actually stayed at Steven's house and uh, Ryan Ryder. Organizer, promoter of ZombieCon, actually had to go sleep in the car because Brian Walton and I's snoring was so bad that I woke up. I thought he was kidnapped, or had gone into the office where Heidi was sleeping to molest her. I was like, I, I do not, I don't, I don't know where Ryan is. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was concerned. I was like, oh my god, Ryan is not here. Um, he was sleeping on the air mattress. I'm on the floor, so I guess I got the air mattress now. Hey Walton, do you know where where Ryan is? And he goes, no, and I go, oh, I'm concerned and tired. <laughs> I wasn't concerned enough to actually go look for Ryan. Just like two nights ago, um, Brian Walton was sleeping. And if you'd have just heard the sound, you would have sworn to Christ he was transforming into one of those fucking dogs from Ghostbusters. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like he sounded like the coming of the Keymaster or like Zool. Right? And I was like, holy shit. There's no way I'm going back to sleep with Walton snoring like this. So he was on the floor this time. I took one of the extra blankets and I covered Walton just to kind of diffuse the sound. And he, he breathed about four more times and then abruptly stopped. And my thought process was, oh my God, did I just smother Walton? I'm too tired to get up and check. And you know what? If I get up and check, I'll start getting up. No, no, no. I'm just going to go back to sleep, and maybe I'll start breathing again. Uh, luckily, I didn't kill Walton, but I did think that in the morning I was going to pull back that blanket and just have Walton staring at me like this. Wouldn't have been so bad. You know what? It would have been. Gilmore would have come back and taped the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot, lot more hands in front of the, in front of the list. We're talking more yeah. about non-WonderCon. Like, what have you experienced? Well, I... What are you talking? Oh, what, oh, what have you have experienced, experienced at WonderCon? Oh, so this morning, uh, this morning I had uh, some interviews with uh, with Toby Haynes, director of Doctor Who, uh, Mark Shepard, who everyone knows as Roma Lampkin from Battlestar Galactica, Badger from Firefly, and uh, Neil Gaiman. Really? Neil, 
effing gaming. Yes. That's one of those things where I was like, I would have pulled rank on that interview, but I'm too stupid to talk to Neil Gaiman. <laughs> but he wanted to talk about Doctor Who, so you would have been. Oh, you, you would have been, been aces. And I would have been like, uh, so I don't. Uh, Netflix, uh, you were awesome. Uh, they say so. I don't know. I would play that interview now, but I'm not going to do it. You're going to have to keep watching Geekscape next week, especially if this is your first Geekscape. We're not going to give you that interview. I'm not even going to tell you when that interview is coming. You're going to have to watch every episode from now until the end of time. Can I see it? I'm guessing it'll be before that. You're going to enjoy it. All right? Can uh, I watch it? Can of course. I see yeah, it? you can watch it. It'll be Steven sitting there going, drool. Uh, and uh, another thing. That's a banana in my did pocket. You fan out at, uh, did you like fanboy out at all? Did he fanboy out at all? He didn't. Nobody can hear you. He's talking yeah. like he has no, crack. He has, you have like he's trying to say, you have Christian Slater crack voice right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I fanboyed out at all. I mean, because I planned it. I knew what I was gonna, what I wanted to talk about, and I knew uh, what the episode was about, kind of. And yeah, yeah. Actually, Neil and I geeked out on on uh, Doctor Who, and how he's been watching since 1963. It was great. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Stephen Prescott, you've done us proud here at Geekscape. I try. Thank you, sir. Please, sir. Thank you. Let me get the uh, Moriarty guys in. Let me get the Moriarty guys in. Uh, the cool thing about uh, WonderCon is seeing a lot of the books that we don't know about yet. Some of the books, you, you get to see like early previews at WonderCon of books that uh, aren't going to be released. And next month, uh, you guys may remember, uh, Daniel Corey, were you on our Geekscape episode last summer at, at uh, San Diego? No. I, the reason I remember, what is that? What are you doing? The Thumb Shark? You interrupt like me talking to our guests because of the fucking Thumb Shark? Okay, that's why I don't pay him. Uh, Daniel Corey came and signed at our San Diego booth last year. Uh, do you need to pan the camera? We're like, are we pushing that way? Okay, okay. Yeah, just pan it. Just pan a little. Oh, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Get us all in here. Get us all in here. Uh, Daniel came in and uh, signed at our booth last year. Uh, and that's why I thought you'd been on the show. But you signed again at our booth this year. Yes. Now with a property from Image, which last year you guys were trying to get Kickstarted. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we, we, we're, like, we're like pushing you on the Twitter. Yes. Hopefully some of our Geekscape has helped you guys on Kickstarter. Yep. Now the book, Moriarty, is coming out next month from Image. Thank you, guys. You're the writer. Yes. You're the artist. Introduce Anthony. yourself. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony Dichadua. Dan. Daniel Corey. And the book is called Moriarty. What is it about? Uh, it's about Professor Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes, uh, Sherlock Holmes' arch nemesis. And it kind of has to do with uh, Sherlock's gone. Um, Moriarty has kind of emerged victor in this uh, this world that we've created. And Sherlock Holmes is dead, or you don't know yet? Yeah, or, yeah. Okay. This, well, you know, the, the, their fight at Reichenbach Falls, that's from the, from the story. It came out a little differently than uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle had imagined it, you know. So we go, we skip ahead to 20 years later in the outbreak of World War I. Uh, London's in chaos. The world seems to be coming to an end. But he's just kind of floating along. He's on the skids because he, he, his, his, his foil is gone. Right. He has no meaning in life. But he gets sucked into all this stuff with World War One and secret agents and espionage and ninja assassins and all this stuff. A psychic box, high adventure, science fiction, James Bond style epic uh, set pieces. And he's got to reclaim his former glory as the world's greatest criminal mastermind. That's called the hard sell there, Geekscapists. <laughs> In which I say, oh, it has all those things, yeah, but does it have, titties. does it have titties? <laughs> does it have? Does it have titties? Right, right. It does. It does. There. It does. It has. Buy it. It has titties. Here's the problem: when you sign at the Geekscape booth, you have this idiot me uh, behind you the entire time you're trying to promote your good book, theirs. Uh, and as you guys are signing posters and stuff yesterday, I'm sitting there going, man, you guys don't know how to sell stuff at all. Just tell everybody they got titties in the book. <laughs> right? And I was like, Jonathan, let me do the pitch, please. Literally halfway through a, a, a pitch, he's like, hey, we're going to sign the poster. The book comes out next May. It's called Moriarty. Da -da 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 -da. I go, and it's got titties in it. And, the per <laughs> and the per you could literally see the person be like engaged with Daniel and looking at Ant's artwork and be like, this is a phenomenal book. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and Daniel just looked at me and was like, eh, thank you for uh, letting us sign at your booth. Can you now disappear? Which is what you guys ask every week. Uh, Ant, how's WonderCon been for you? Uh, it's been awesome. It's been really fun doing a lot of drawing and sketching and uh, signing posters. And I'm usually the one sitting back, like letting Daniel do all the talking. So. I like sit back and I'm like, oh, it's time for me to sign something? Okay, great. I'm yeah. the mysterious guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm the mysterious guy. He's the writer about the mysteries. Yeah, the mysteries. Um, what's cool is watching the artists here draw like request sketches. Uh, you get that a lot at WonderCon. 
the uh, art is amazing, and Anthony's super talented. Yesterday, I'm sitting here, and I'm watching Anthony draw this amazing, amazing piece of artwork. The kid came over and said, I want a drawing of Dracula biting a woman, right? And I was like, Anthony, listen, and he's like, he's like, I'll be back in like 30 minutes. That's what I want you to draw. Dracula biting a woman. And he left. And I was like, dude, that dude totally left. You can draw whatever the f you want. What you need to do is draw cocks instead of fangs. <laughs> I like how you censored yourself saying fuck, but cocks is fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, 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 do it. And Anthony's like, no, I don't know, man. He's a fan. I need a request. I was like, no, 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 do it. And it's like dripping, right? Count cocks. Pan the camera over here. Look at the kids. Hey, kids. Do you like Count Chocula? It's a, it's a breakfast cereal. All right. Good kids. Are you enjoying WonderCon? All right. Cool. Uh, see this man right here? Don't talk to him. So here's one of the kids right as the camera panned back over goes, hey, hey. And laughed at Gilmore. He'll be doing the same thing when he grows up. Um, so, Ant, yeah, thanks for being the respectable person in that exchange. Oh, uh, would, you, would you draw me, Count Cocula? I would. Today, as soon as the taping's over, I'll draw you as Count Cocula. It'll be awesome. That would be huge. That would be huge. But uh, you have to put it on this podcast. Like, you have to splice it in right here. <laughs> Got to put it in. I'll do one better. Cut I'll to put it. On the podcast, and then if you guys order shirts from the Geekscape web store, I may just slip the Count Cocula picture into one of the orders. You don't know unless you buy. It's like a little Pokemon, little Japanese thing where you don't know which Pokemon you bought when you buy the little box and you've got like nine of the same thing. It's like, oh, I want Lickitung again. Great. Now I have to trade somebody. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't know what you're going to get when you order uh, a Geekscape shirt. You may just get a Count Cocula picture. Um, thank you for that, Ant. Um, they're going to be doing a signing at the booth. The book is called Moriarty. It comes out from Image. May. In May. 11th. In May. May so 11th. go to your comic book store and tell those mofos you want Moriarty up in this bitch because they got titties. <laughs> no? No. You can say that. Sure. Okay. I'm okay. probably not going to tweet this interview. If <laughs> <laughs> go get Moriarty in May from your comic book store. It is a respectable book. I love you, man. Pushed by an irrespectable podcast. Right? Sure. I yeah. can say that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I can say that. Work. Cool. Sure. Anthony, Daniel, we're going to get you guys back in L.A. Thanks, to talk about the Appreciate book it. when Thank it comes you. out. We'll have you guys up in this. That would be awesome. All right? It'll be, it'll, it'll be in my office, or maybe it'll be less PG. We won't have kids strolling up. Count Chocula. Uh, it could uh, get worse. It gets you know worse. How, you know how we can yeah. get this really widespread? Baba Booey. Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> All right. Um, we got Tom Pinchuk. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. Um, here we go. Here we go. Tom Pinchuk. You guys remember, he was a super pro wrestling fan who does a book for uh, Archaea called Hybrid Bastards. He what? He has a story for us? Story. Oh, why, then why are you talking to me and not him? All right, uh, Gilmore, thank you for injecting yourself where you're not needed yet again. Um, Tom, come over here. How's are you high? <laughs> I'm tired, John. Okay. I, 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 what? Uh, Walton's over there going, center, center. He can just pan. I want you to see the majesty of WonderCon. You got it right here. Everyone pan around. Yeah, uh, we had a crowd. They left when I started saying Count Cocula. Now, now John, okay. it's Get back over here, get back over here. Okay, uh, Tom Pinchuk does a book called Hybrid Bastards from Archaea. The Archaea booth is like right there. You can go pee, it's a one hour podcast, we'll get you back. Uh, how's the book been selling? It's been great, man. We got fans coming out of here and uh, they're seeking me out, looking for me because of- They've uh, seen you on Geekscape. They've seen me on Geekscape. And now they see me again. So remember this face, remember this height, and the various dimensions that go with it. We actually went on Friday night to a comic buying party, you and I. It was, and I got to say, I saw you whip some ass on Street Fighter. That I was, do. you know, it was like it was like it was the first Street Fighter Two game, you know, the original before they started hyping it up and doing Ultra and this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game came down to milliseconds because you were dazed and your character had the little stars. And you were down to the end of it. He was down to the end of it. He came in for the kill. And you recovered right as things came together. If you guys want to be on, you can come on right now. All well, right, you know, it's, it's like I like to make it challenging for myself. So it's like Drunken Master with a guy. You woke up and whooped some ass. Yeah. But and actually, I want to I issue a challenge out there to all the Geekscapists. 
I don't actually own Marvel vs. Capcom, but I challenge anybody who's got a game number three to come and come and bring it. So basically, you're inviting yourself over to their homes to play their systems, so you can play Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, that's ingenious. Well, because I'm that good, I, I just I can get away with just mooching. I have the magic in my hands. He doesn't need home court advantage. Yeah. Right. I'm just that good. I was even. He'll come into your house. He'll eat whatever your mom makes, and he'll play your Marvel Capcom three, and probably check out your sister the entire time yes. and still win. I will not even check it. I will check out with her. All right. Now, All John, right. it's a well-established fact that you're into self-mutilation. Yeah. So. So I think uh, there was a party. Yeah, actually. you were gonna tell a story, right? Yeah, yeah this okay, is a okay, story. Okay, okay, okay. So last night at Isotope, were you aware there was a freak show? You know what? Ryan Ryder from ZombieCon and I went to this place where we could get steaks and all this crazy shit, and we got so full of food that we looked at each other at like 10 o'clock, and there were like multiple parties at WonderCon. We looked at each other and just go, let's just go home. Well, it, and on the way home, <laughs> Ryan goes, I have a sweet tooth. We went into Walgreens and bought like all this candy, and then cut to like five minutes later, we're both like in our our two beds in our hotel room watching The Office just like eating candy. Okay, It's right, probably right. the saddest crap that happened right, at right, WonderCon. Right. And you know at WonderCon, tons of sad crap happened. Well, this was the saddest. Before, before we get to the really sad stuff, I want to ask, who, who here knows Jonathan London the longest? Raise your hand. Anybody? Maybe Ryan. No one wants to, no one wants to confess. Maybe, maybe Ryan, but I he's would definitely not confessing. I would, I would ask like how, how long you've been square like that, going to bed at 10 o'clock. On a Saturday. I'm 32 years old, so I'm going to vote for 32. It's all in your head, man. Okay. So what's, what's Yeah, the, yeah. Now, what's yes. What's the story? No, no, uh, it, so, it's fine with me. I've been hosting this crap long enough. Yeah, we can just switch places. You know, I'll pretend to be John, you know. And you can finally have an audience. <laughs> oh! Anyway, so, John, they, uh, they had an act. And you, you ever been to a freak show? You're familiar with the whole milieu? Yeah. This is at Isotope, right? It's at Isotope. So they have a sword swallower, and she swallows some swords because that's what they do. Um, there was a midget, and I, I'm not really sure what his act was, but Gilmore. yeah, okay, yeah, they were like that. And um, then there was a clown. Now, what what do you expect a clown would do at at a show like that? With a midget, a sword swallower, and a clown, the clown would do tricks. I would True. imagine the clown maybe would blow up uh, balloon, balloon animals. animals. Yeah, maybe. exactly. You'd hope maybe. so. No, no, no. <laughs> we we live in a startling new era. What did the clown do? He offered. For cash incentives, you could pay with in increments, about $5, $10. You could either staple his nipples or his <laughs> chest or his butt. You could just staple him. Yeah. The clown just, would offer you to go up and just, like, staple him. With a him. staple gun, yes. How much did you pay to staple him? Where did you staple him? I, I watched it, man. I don't, I, don't, I, I just sat back You just watched it? it? Yeah. He's the guy who's like, I don't buy hookers. I just watch. But here's here, here's the thing is it's like you know it's a tenant in a show business, right, that you don't, you don't do your best act right away, right? Right. You gotta build up to something. So it's like if you're doing stapling of body parts, what do you think would be like the you know the the, the grand finale? Uh, you'd have to staple the penis. Close, close. You're getting warm. Okay, you'd have to staple the balls. Yes. Wait, the guy stapled his balls. He offered a hundred dollars. I guess whoever. I I don't really pay attention. I'm not good with numbers, but whoever offered the most significant amount of cash donation had the opportunity to staple his ball sack. And you couldn't come up with a hundred bucks? Buy hybrid bastards. So this guy has money to spend on people stapling their nuts. And also, Unimaginable, which has just come out from Arcana Studio. It's uh, like kind of a twisted Tim Burton-esque dark fantasy. I say it's like an evil little Nemo. So that is, that's, the, that's the elevator pitch for it. Can I take over? No, absolutely I, this not. Is, this has not been a guest spot. This is I a usurpment. I have, I have no other, uh, I have no other venue for my vitriol. You'll be like, it's like I'll be like stripping. Last you episode, naked. I called them a bunch of jerks and yelled at them. They, and they turned on you. The masses turned on you. Not yet. Uh, Tom, thank you. We will see each other back in Los Angeles. All right. All right. We got. WonderCon's a great place to catch up with old friends. Uh, you guys recognize this guy? Hey, yo. Maybe before he looked like he was hooking water for the last five years. Um, <laughs> wow. What? What? Wow. Wow. Ron Richards, Connor Come from iFanboy. I love these guys. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We're, it's Sunday. We're haggard. And we, now we're like, it's a threesome. <laughs> we went into a uh, game testing uh, preview from Activision. Don't worry, this is tape delayed, so <laughs> there's no more embargo. Yes. We went and checked out the new Spider-Man game. Yep, what was it called again? Uh, something exactly. Journey to Time. It was it or? was Spider-Man like Freefall. teaming up with 2099 Spider-Man, yep. and they yep. were like, 
whenever you do something in the Spider-Man universe, it affects the 2009 the the cause and effect engine. Yeah. There was a cause and effect that, engine. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. You guys came in the door right as I was, I mean, I'm hyper. When I go into those game tests yeah. and people are like, oh, we're going to show you the brand new game. You, the, the, I get right to the fact, I think any good journalist should just like not try and beat around the bush. Right. Be like, hey, does this game got titties in it? It's the important question. That is the important question. And uh, and they were, they were cagey about it. So I don't yeah. know if I can endorse the game yet. We'll see in fall. We'll see in the fall of the game when the game comes out, if it's any good. Uh, what do you guys think of the game? I, I, you know me. I'm not a big gamer. It was for Spider-Man. It was cool. It looked a lot like it looked a lot like the last couple of oh, iterations looked, from it. It uh, looked just like, like Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, it looked yeah. like Shattered Dimensions. It yeah. looked like the one where everything turns into a Venom. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Remember, you yeah. already forgot that yes. game. Yes. Um, no, I mean, it looked, it, what we saw was kind of fun. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it was tense. I just don't know what the fascination with Spider-Man 2099 yeah. is. Yes, that's a big right. question. So, like, is right. anyone is anyone really at home going? I really want to play Spider-Man 2099. Peter David. Peter. Yeah, exactly. And Papa's got to pay the bills. It's Peter yeah, David. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's Peter David. Um, you guys are, I think, the best comic book website. Oh, you're too kind. No, no, I'm not. I'm not kind. I think our, <laughs> our, our I think our site is just massively lazy and really badly designed. But uh, um, you guys are uh, the, I think, absolutely the best comic book uh, website on the web. Thank you. What, in what your opinion? I know you're not big gamers, but the best Spider-Man game ever. Ever. Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man the movie Two. Yes. I would say possibly Ultimate Spider-Man. I was going to say Ultimate Spider-Man. Because good. it's shorter. Yeah. It has the same open world, yeah. but it's yep. shorter. Yep. Yep. But let's rewind what to the Genesis the, I was just going to say the Genesis when game, When you too. fight Venom like right off, yeah. and the Kingpin's the badass, yeah. and it's got different levels of difficulty. And if you yeah. only play on medium, it says, no, 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 <laughs> you've only got to level eight. There's ten levels. Go back yeah. and try again on hard, and maybe you'll yeah, see the whole game. Right. That, right? I'm, not Spider-Man, but I was playing the Avengers, the old... Uh, with Hawkeye. With Hawkeye, yeah, with, uh, yeah, 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 that yes. game was awesome. The side-scroller, yeah, that, that was That game's phenomenal, and now yeah. you're starting to see, like, uh, the, the X-Men Arcade and stuff like that come out on that Xbox was, Live. I played that for I hours. I want to see that. Yes. Yeah. I want to see these games come out. Yep. Can you guys make some phone calls? We can, we yeah, can, we can make a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can bring back side-scrollers. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk to Marvel. We'll set up a meeting. Side-scrollers on Xbox Live, on PlayStation Network, those are the big things that you can come back with. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of nostalgia for those games. A lot of people that are our age who played them as kids now have money. Yeah. Do you guys have Xbox Live? Do you guys play? I that? do. We got to play X Men Arcade together. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm my, down. My wife uh, hears me and she goes, "What is that sound?" <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and all she hears is. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I'm playing as Nightcrawler. I just make the sound. <laughs> it helps the gameplay, right? If you play it better. It does. Guys, uh, you got a chance to walk the floor. Yep. Yes, think, my feet. I think all of you should go to iFanboy to check out the coverage from WonderCon this week. Yep. Um, what is some of the stuff that you could tell the Geekscapists? was worth looking at at WonderCon. The important news coming out, they announced Buffy Season 9. Dark Horse announced that, so we got some new Buffy. And uh, the Green Lantern stuff was the biggest the story in the convention. Footage, yeah. The yeah. footage people are now convinced, for the most yeah. part, this might not be horrible. Yeah. That's the longer trailer that they showed. Yeah, the the they footage. showed 12 minutes uh, at the panel, but then they, they released four minutes online. It's all over the internet. You can find yeah. it. We have it on iFanboy.com. It's probably on every site but ours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, 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 you might want to get that on there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm here doing my, hey, you want to buy this stupid book? Uh, but they showed a lot from OA. They showed a lot of the other Green Lanterns. They showed a lot of action scenes. It's the stuff that should have been in the trailer, the first trailer. It's, right. like, it's like now there's like a confidence level. Like, okay, maybe this isn't going to suck. You know, it, so. it, I mean, you guys thought it was going to maybe, you weren't sure going in? I'm worried. I, he was more worried than I was. I thought they didn't show enough to make it really right. yeah. yeah. And, and I, you can tell it was unfinished the first But show. then when you see more of it, you're like, ah, I saw too much. Why? Well, Take yeah, this from said. me. I saw the four minutes on, online. I, didn't, I wasn't at the panel, so I didn't see the 12 minutes. After four minutes, I'm like, oh, I've seen the movie. Right. But uh, but I gotta admit, seeing Oa and seeing all those Green Lanterns and seeing like characters you recognize, like Kilowog and and Tom Ray and yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I got a chance to see people playing the video game over there, and yeah. that looked cool because as you level up, it does have kind of a, a God of War uh, feel to it. It also kind of feels like um, like uh, X Men Legends or um, what were the the ones the uh, that they did Marvel. Ultimate Alliance type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can level up and pick your level trees oh, cool. to yeah. see whatever your constructs are going to be. Yeah. And that seemed cool because you can play two-player with Sinestro and Hal Jordan. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's very cool. That seemed cool. The Rise of the Manhunters. Game. I got to give credit to the video game folks because, like, coming up with ways to make these characters engaging in a video game format, like doing that, like the yeah. different paths in the contract, totally G. I would never, like, that, that's hard work. So, I'm, I'm, whenever we go to those demos, I'm kind of impressed at how they take the core material and then do something with it unique. You know, right. so. Um, right. No, no, no. no I, I agree with you. And, and, and here's the thing. Having written uh, video games, yeah. 
It is some boring ass shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because yeah. writing video games isn't like writing a script. You're looking at it like basically an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And it's part of a branching tree of another Excel oh, spreadsheet. Really yeah, you never yeah. look at it. And you're just filling in cells with dialogue yeah. or, or things like that. Just one-liners and shit. Awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mind-numbingly bad. At around 3 a.m., you stop forgetting how people talk. Yeah. And you can't exactly call someone yeah. to, be, to be like, I just need to refresh wow. my, I just need human contact right now. I'm so alone. <laughs> Oh, we're still talking about writing video games? Guys, you know I have a comic book coming out this summer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Super Action Man number yes, one. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, it is going to be an ongoing... Uh, look, that little guy right there is actually the artist. Oh, yeah? A Ace, Ace is the artist. We're going to have him on next. Cool. But look, look at this. Look at this. This is a Super Action Man cover art. What do you it's think of that? It's going to be great. It's going to be good. What's crazy oh, is... there are tits in it? There are titties... <laughs> You know what? There weren't titties in the script. As I was looking at the artwork, Ace is shooting me the artwork as he's drawing it. There's a panel of titties, and I was like, "You, Dude, you put collaboration." There you go. I was like, "If it was up to me, there wouldn't even be women, women in this book, <laughs> right? Like, why'd you put women? Okay, because when you do a book like this, it's basically I've been I've been describing it as a hyper patriotism, okay. right? It's like see, it's like yeah. Commando or yeah. uh, Rambo or any but of that let's stuff. Let's get back to that time. Yeah. I, I think I simplifying a, a U.S. foreign policy is something that we need. As America gets dumber, we don't want to read that stuff. Nuances for Europeans. Exactly. No, Nuances, political. We don't want that the stuff. Russians are our enemies, and that's all we, we need. We want to know we're safe because we can send one man in there to kick yep. some ass and get things done. With a bandolier, bullets, grenades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all I gotta say I on that. Yeah. Um, you guys should, if you guys could throw me a shout out on the best website for comic books hey, on man. the internet. We'll, we'll expect our copies. Exactly. Oh, you'll yeah. you'll, you'll get your copies. Advanced previews. You'll get your advanced previews. Yep. We'll put it up there. Here's an Ooh. advanced preview <laughs> later tonight. Oh, that's yep. like the fourth time that's happened at this con. It's not fair. And the first time he's complained. <laughs> all right? Well, iFanboy. iFanboy.com. We love Geekscape. Love it. Yes. I, I do go to the site. I read it. I was watching the podcast. You're, Thank we're you. Still, it's, how many years? It's five, six years we're doing this now? Don't say it like that. It sounds I sad. I know. <laughs> well, they actually had to stop their video podcast and be like, <sighs> we have to remember what it's like yeah, yeah. to be adults. Exactly. We can't keep doing this. I just yeah, my self-esteem. You guys are bringing the video podcast back We're after back, the, yeah. the self-esteem had like buffered a little bit. Exactly. Back. You needed a Saturday night with adults and not the computer and editing yeah. the footage. Energize. How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I don't. Well, you have the dedication. You didn't stop. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The dedication or nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna the see relentless you. tenacity. San Diego, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. If you guys need a home, cool. Geekscape booth. Awesome. Let's do it. Rock and roll. Ooh. I like your moves. <laughs> iFanboy.com. We always love their moves. Yes. Um, grab another print. Grab whatever you guys want of, of Sam. It's over there. Okay. Have Ace Continue Auto sign it. Ace, get over here. Get over here, Ace. Look, they're going to cover. They're diligent journalists. They're going to cover more of the con on their website. See that? Meta. It's called Meta Podcasting right there. There's going to be a loop. Some sort of loop. Darren Aronofsky's Geekscape. <laughs> Get over here. What? Right, get over here. Um, he's shorter than Gilmore. No. I think he's short. Get yes. over here. Yes. Okay. Yeah, hey, Gilmore, you've been begging for Gilmore to be back on camera. He's shorter than Gilmore. Yes, I am. Guys, this is Ace Continuato who's drawing the Super Action Man book. He's drawn the first issue. He put titties in it. Obviously, we have a psychic link. That's uh, right. Ace, what was the process of taking something I wrote? and drawing it into Super Action Man. Were you familiar with Super Action Man before you got the assignment to draw Super Action Man? Not at all. What so. did you think the second I go, oh, if you need a visual reference, here's some videos of me uh, touching people at Comic-Con. Oh, heck, man, um, that, was, uh, that was creepy, but hey, you know, I needed that reference. I needed the craziness to uh, Super Action Man. The, the, the great thing about Ace is he's a really talented artist. The only note I ever have to send him is you only drew six ab muscles, I have eight. You have eight. I'm working on ten. Uh, counting in the ones in the back. Counting the ones on my butt. <laughs> Ace, uh, did you like drawing Sam? Oh, I love man. I love. What drawing was the Sam. coolest thing about drawing Sam? Um, the coolest thing is that I get to draw those like '80s. He's already moving away from me as if I'm just gonna like tear off my pants and be like, surprise, Sam's here. For it. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> we want Sam. And but the thing is, um, uh, drawing that flag in the crouch, that was the best. <laughs> I mean that U.S. flag in the crotch. That's awesome. Yeah, we've replaced we replaced the Spidey uh, like undies with a U.S. flag, right? Which I think is more appropriate. If you're gonna go over there and kick uh, Bin Laden's ass, 
He's probably gonna look at Spider-Man and be like, eh, whatever. This guy's like a 12-year-old running what around. A, an American flag. He knows who sent him. I hope the Taliban actually buys this book and uh, gets some experience and then knows what's coming for him. Sam is. Because it's coming. I, I talked to Sam last night. And he's doing good. He's doing it. He's being deployed. I can't tell you where in the United States, but watch the news. You'll see something, you know, you'll see a big couple of baddies get erased. Um, we're going to have to do the book as like an ongoing. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yes, I think I am. Uh, the problem with me is writing more ridiculous ways for Sam to kill people. Uh, you know, uh, you can come up with a lot of stuff. I mean, you have a demented mind. It's so, so, sometimes, it's so, sometimes... Some, sometimes, who was You're that? Very creative. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, so, sometimes I just, uh, I, I'll, I'll just draw a panel. I'll, I'll, I'll get to like a panel and I'll be like, uh, make something up, Ace. He just kills the shit out of people. Just have fun. That's right. I mean, um, at least so you, don't put it all on me. No, you give me the freedom to actually experiment on Sam while maiming and all that blood and body parts and man, those things I can't draw. Marvel, DC, yeah, kids, but. Too censored. Sam? You gotta I let can, your sick mind loose. I can go all out in Sam. So, nice. Thanks. Uh, the book is coming out. You gotta order it in May from Diamond. Go into your comic book store, order the book, say, I want Super Action Man right now, or else the terrorists win. And he'll try and rape our babes. Or he'll come for you. Or he'll, or he'll come for you. Um, <laughs> Ace, awesome. Hey, you. The colors from Peebo, amazing. Yeah, the publisher, Andrew. What's cool about the book, too, is you get a Sam story, you flip it over, you get a second story. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ace. See, see, you, see you in San Diego. Uh, oh, yeah. San Diego as well. San Diego. I, I like handshakes. I like, that's why I, that's why I do the convention. Walton's back there not being heard saying, you do a lot of handshakes. The fact is, I love getting up with the people. I love seeing the people. I like being here with the people. And yes, I bail on my handshakes early. Uh, the man who's never bailed on his handshakes right here, Eric Diaz. No, no never. Connor. You guys have been uh, covering the site for Geekscape, right? Yep. Which yep. is tough when you guys do the same panels as each other. Who's going to write what? Oh, uh, we break it up. You know, he writes about the testicles. I write about the chef. Yeah, and I wrote about the head. I like how I brought up the iFanboy guys who do a really great job of covering comics. And then you guys come up and the, immediately, the first thing you say is, read our comic book coverage. We'll talk about the chef and talk about the, what was the rest? We know what Geekscape like. Yeah. Balls, chef, head. That's right. You know what? I would say that's a problem, but this is Geekscape, and no, you guys called no, it. Yeah. That's right. Um, since I've been landlocked here, what have you guys seen that's awesome at the con? Like, what's some of the stuff I that you guys have Green Lantern kind of owned this con, both the animated movie and all the footage that they shown. I the animated think that, movie. The, oh, the Green Lantern Corps animated movie, that they showed the whole thing, which will pro the review will be up by the time this airs, I'm sure, from me. Um, that was pretty awesome. They showed the first footage, uh, like, like 15 minutes, I guess, of live-action footage which I think really kind of redeemed that trailer that came out last year. What was some of the stuff that we saw? Um, you, or you saw while I was sitting here going, hey, Geekscape, come over here. Uh, uh, cock and chest. The costume looks a lot better. It doesn't uh, look like it's made out of beef jerky anymore. <laughs> uh, it's uh, pretty cool. You see the uh, core, the alien core members. You just see, you see Oa a lot more. Yeah, the, the, the lantern battery looks like the Guardian of Forever now. Yeah, the Guardian of Forever from Star Trek, yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it really looks cool. a lot better. Everything uh, they really kind of redeemed yeah, its property. It looks more like Star Wars and not like the prequels. Mm -hmm. It looks better, and not like the poor man's like Iron Man, which I think that first trailer was pretty much poor man's Iron Man. Now, uh, beyond Iron, uh, I was about to say Iron Man. Beyond Green Lantern, what are some of the other stuff that you guys have seen? What are some of the? Have you guys bought anything? Have you guys no, checked I'm out poor. any? Have you guys discovered anything new? Well, you interviewed uh, what's his face uh, from the Three Percy Muskets Jackson. Percy Jackson. You interviewed Logan. the kid who played Percy Jackson. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? Um, Is he pretty hot? Yeah, and he probably looks, underage. So I no. He looks like a sexy Eddie Munster. He's he's yeah. really cute. He's really cute. <laughs> so I think he's Gilmore. I think he is eighteen. Yeah. But no, you know, he's thinner than Gilmore. Yeah. Is, is he older than 18? Are we safe with that? Okay, then he's totally hot. I would totally do that, yeah. 18 doesn't stop Eric sometimes, though. I mean, it's just never. Not, not ever. <laughs> no. Geekscape, getting you maybe arrested. Uh, Geeks, no, no, Geekscape, providing the law enforcement with evidence uh, every single Above week. Above 18 is fine. Under 18, bad. But as long as you're 18, it's all good. Can you uh, teach Gilmore that, uh, Eric? Well, he can just follow my advice, you know? I mean, that's all I can do. Well, he already knows how to troll high schools, okay? Following your advice might not work. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully he'll learn by example. 
how eloquent the Geekscape writers and reviewers here. Uh, at least they know the rules. Um, guys, thank you for covering Geekscape. Of you interviewed Percy Jackson, got a Green Lantern. Did you get a chance to play anything? No, no, I didn't get to play any games yet. So. Oh, uh, we tested the Green Lantern game, more Green Lantern. Was it, the, fun? it looked cool. It looks really cool. I, um, I, as an exhibitor, get to get into the floor early, which is my only chance to rush over somewhere and play a game. Right, so I, I ran over to the. They had 3DSs, oh, I and I uh, this morning I ran over there, and the Nintendo guys let me play. Um, they don't have release dates yet for the games, but I got a chance to play for a long time. Um, o the Ocarina of Time. Oh, cool! It looks better. All of the graphics have been uh, redone. Mm -hmm. So you look at Ocarina of Time now, and it is kind of blocky. Yeah. You see, like the N64 graphics, it's yeah. blocky. These graphics are smooth. It still has the character of the old games, but I mean, it's obviously still the same designs. It's just been smoothed out with the with the better graphics. The 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 design is awesome. It feels good. Mm -hmm. Using four bu buttons on the controller really helps. The th the the the, uh, the finger pads really help. And then uh, the 3D is awesome. The 3D is good. The 3D is good. Uh, my eyes didn't get tired. The touch screen helps. Switching be uh, put putting different uh, weapons mm -hmm. into your buttons, your thumb buttons. Yeah. So like you can maybe put your sword on B, put your slingshot on A. So the slingshot, I take the slingshot and I aim, I gotta knock, let's say I gotta knock a ladder down so I can get access to it, and I only have a, a, a slingshot. I uh, man the slingshot with the A button, and then I use the accelerometer on the 3DS to actually move the 3DS to aim. Does that make sense? So like I'm sitting here playing the 3DS, I'm pointing my slingshot on the screen, in, in order to aim, you're not moving the, uh, the thumb pad or anything. You're moving the entire system to get it going. So you look more, more of an asshole. Oh, I when look like an idiot. <laughs> but I don't care because the game was fun. I also got to play the Kid Icarus game, which has designs similar to Metroid Prime Hunters on the, 3D, uh, on the uh, original DS. Uh, so you're using the stylus to aim and the thumb pad to move. And you're firing with the, uh, with the, with the top pads. But... I played through a shooting level where uh, you're kind of like Space Harrier behind uh, Pit and flying through and shooting all these different things as they come through. And it felt like Space Harrier with some really awesome controls. And then Pit lands and I kind of run through and you're behind Pit as you run in guns and you do quick slashes to move the camera so you can aim at things coming at him from the left of screen or right off screen. Um, it felt pretty intuitive, which was kind of cool. cool. Much better than Metroid Prime Hunters and there was a big, big difference in enemies. like like. It wasn't like Metroid Prime Hunters, where you mm -hmm. where you fight the same bosses like nine times throughout the game, and there's a lot of backtracking. But the 3D is without glasses, right? 3D is without the glasses, and I'll tell you, you guys are hearing about eye strain. In that game, because you're shooting with the with the finger trigger, mm -hmm. my index finger got tired, and my 3D my eyes didn't. So did it look like a hologram? Did it looked awesome. It looks. I mean, it looks like a lenticular. Go over there. It looks like a lenticular poster. So you really. When you're playing 3DS, it's not so much fun watching over somebody's shoulder. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to be looking directly at it, and then there's a sliding 3DS level, oh, okay. so you can adjust the 3D for your glass, uh, for your own eyesight. All right, we'll have to check it out. Check it out. I want to say one more thing for people who are debating coming to WonderCon. This is much more human-sized than San Diego, and I like that. This is way. There's, there's, there's still a lot, lot going on, but it's like manageable, and it's right. really nice. I mean, it's still way better than Wizard World because you know Wizard World. But it's just like, well, I mean, you know, we all know, but like, this is just, it's really cool. I really. Moment I'm, of silence for Wizard World. Moment of silence for, you know, I just, I'm really enjoying it. If you've been debating going, you should come. And, and I haven't seen one Twilight t shirt the entire time no, I've been I here. Totally I, I right. haven't seen any. Absolutely right. Green Lantern owns this con. I have seen more Green Lantern shirts than anything. They really own this con in every way. Somewhere Roth Opel is crying when you say that because he's the oh, biggest Green Lantern. He player. is, I know, I know. And it'll have come out by San Diego time. But, you know, maybe it'll be even better. Maybe it'll be, like, even more Green Lantern-y. It, it, it is a pretty brutal uh, experience setting up a, a booth at, at San Diego and then manning it and doing all this crazy uh, stuff. Just the level of people at San Diego is really, it, it, I mean, it's daunting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at this booth, I've actually got a chance to meet people, hang out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got get to see Fushina. About. We, wow. we saw Russell Sherman, yeah. Fushina, who didn't come to the taping because he had to go see, what was this again? Thundercats. Uh, well, that's so him, though, to well, do that. You know. He goes, I've been to a taping. <laughs> I haven't seen you in two years, but I've been to a taping. And he yeah. listens every week. Yeah, that's very him. Sorry. 
Well, so guys, what, what's that, Hong? No, uh, I, 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 if, I, if I knew about Thundercats, I probably wouldn't be here either. I mean, uh, Wait, Thundercats? I just drop it. <laughs> um, guys, enjoy the con. I'm going to bring my buddy Ryan Ryder up here to talk about right. ZombieCon. Ryan. Hey, pan, pan right here. As I'm doing Geekscape, right, look who is not passing out uh, postcards telling people about Geekscape. Yeah. 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 Brian can't, Walton can't do it because he's manning the camera. Gilmore's just standing there being like, oh, I'm stuck over here. Matt Kelly's uh, crying in the basement of his grandma's house. I'd love to have you here, Matt Kelly. Um, we're here with Treebeard. Um, <laughs> this is Ryan Ryder, organizer, promoter, producer of ZombieCon. You know, we talk about ZombieCon a lot on the show. Last year, you guys got the coverage. You saw the Bruce Campbell wedding. You yeah. know that Walty got up and did the truffle shuffle in front of Malcolm McDowell. So good. That's pretty awesome, wasn't it? That was. Truffle shuffle? Yeah, that was awesome. Boy. Did you know that uh, you would one day create a convention where uh, an insecure individual who hosts Geekscape can uh, use his friends and throw him on, them under the bus uh, for his own self-glorification? Yeah, at about the age of three, I, got the, <laughs> I figured that out. You're like, maybe I can make a venue where Jonathan can humiliate other people and <laughs> they can one day abandon him uh, to be alone in his life. Yeah. I like how Gilmore cries during that statement, knowing that of all the people I've crapped on, he's my favorite toilet. <laughs> He's a pretty toy, uh, pretty porcelain. Aww, that's, that's sweet. It's pretty porcelain. Yeah. <laughs> pretty covered porcelain. in my ass. Um, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. Is ZombieCon coming back next year? It's coming back this year. It's uh, seven months away. We got uh, already some good people lined up. We've got uh, the Walking Dead cast. Uh, well, most of the Walking Dead cast except for Andrew possibly get them. Uh, we've got Tom Savini from uh, who helped bring to life a lot of George Romero's zombies. The originals. Uh, who else we got? We got Rose McGowan. Check this out. Hey guys, check this out. Hey, how are you doing? I see you're uh, checking out Super Action Man. Yeah. What do you think of this? What do you think of this poster? Uh, it looks pretty sweet. I'm the writer. Nice. Let me uh, sign you a uh, Super Action Man uh, print. Awesome. Try it. Order the book in May from May's previews or the Terrace win. Awesome. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thanks. I love that. I love that. What is your name? Keith. A solid patriot, Keith. Thanks. All right. Let's get back to actual Geekscape. That's what happens at WonderCon. Look at these guys. They're like, hey, uh, Super Action Man uh, got up. All right. So when is ZombieCon? 2011. Walton's not even looking. We're like so off October camera right now. October 21st to the 23rd up in Seattle. Yeah. October 21st to 23rd in Seattle. We yeah. got Rose McGowan there. Any Is Rose single? As far as I know. No more Robert Rodriguez. Somewhere, Walton is, his heart's fluttering. Walton, what do we need to do to get Rose McGowan and Walton? The truffle shuffle, perhaps? Uh, the truffle shuffle, indeed, yeah. Maybe, uh, he can get under her. <laughs> Walton is behind the camera, mouthing fucking dick. And the audience is going, wait, why did that phrase create such an awful response from Walton? Maybe it's because Fushin and I were hanging out at the party. Yeah. You know what? I do forget that Walton is in charge of the volume, and he, he is so vigilant, his finger is not leaving the volume, in case I start to go there. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to have to post the whole story on the boards. A total love connection coming up here at <laughs> Okay. I'll post the story on the boards. Walton does not want to have the embarrassing story told on the Geekscape podcast. Well, maybe he'll get married this year. Or, maybe uh, maybe uh, you'll get married at ZombieCon this year to Rose McGowan. Um, <laughs> but... Is there anything sadder than a guy dressed as Doctor Who? You want to buy a shirt? Look at this. Look at this chick. She wants to buy a ZombieCon shirt. Okay. Okay. Who? <laughs> Let's bring Heidi out. Yeah, we'll bring Heidi up. Right. You go do this. October 21st, 23rd in Seattle. We're gonna go to ZombieCon. Walton's gonna marry Reese Witherspoon, right? No, wait. Reese Witherspoon. Who? Rose McGowan. And uh, get under somebody. So. <laughs> Anything you said. 
Heidi, the show's a mess. mess. <laughs> Heidi has been doing a lot of the interviews here at Geekscape. You guys have read her article sometimes uh, on the Geekscape website. Heidi is here in person. Isn't she lovely? You guys are like, what? I thought it was just dudes here on Geekscape. It's not just dudes on Geekscape. I have to yell that to everybody. Uh, Heidi, one of our correspondents, who have you gotten a chance to interview while you've been, while you've been here at WonderCon? Uh, done a lot of interviews. Probably my top two favorite would be Jeff Johns and Bruce Tim, which will go up on the site. And, um, oh gosh, uh, did the Hannah, uh, what is her name? Sersha Ronan. Yep. The little girl from, from Hannah? Yep. And awesome. she was pretty awesome. We were both wearing Wonder Woman t-shirts, so. Yeah, I, BFF? Yeah, yeah, you know. We exchanged cards, no, I wish. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, we've had done so many. I'm like, it, it's escaping me right now. We've been doing them for like the past, obviously, three days straight, right. so. At what point did your mind start to go? I think on the car, on the way up, yeah. <laughs> All I do is I listen to Howard Stern very loud, right? To try to keep uh, Walton from talking to me. And, uh, and it's really loud, and then every now and then Heidi will start up a conversation. I'll be like, oh, well, I like Heidi, so I will talk to her. And uh, I start to talk to Heidi, which uh, causes Walton to, like, spring between <laughs> us. Like, like his Charlie Brown head jumps between us, hey and he guys. goes, you guys talking about me? <laughs> Not, hey, do you want to have a normal conversation? Hey, what's up? Hey, did you see that cow that got passing by the door? He immediately goes to, you guys talking about me? He did do that. He did. Walton is denying it. <laughs> he absolutely, anytime he wanted to strike up a conversation, it had to be about his own lack of self, like, he, he was, like, insecure, and I felt bad. I was like, maybe we'll see the sights on the way back, and we'll stop yeah. by, like, something, and maybe take a picture of Walton. He can have some memories of his friends. Um, because, obviously, he doesn't think we like him. Because what would we possibly talk about, Heidi, than make fun of Walton? The whole ride up. Six hours? What's great is I then turn the volume up louder and we make fun of Walton. <laughs> Why would I possibly make fun of you, Walton, with Heidi here if I wasn't recording it for them to laugh at? No comment. Okay. <laughs> Walton says because I'm an ass. You know what? Fact. <laughs> Fact. Walton's behind the camera going, Why are you doing this? Please. Yeah, he's not looking very pleased. Moving on. <laughs> My reputation's crumbling as Jonathan speaks because people oh so respect the guy who wants titties in every comic book. Um, what have you seen, Heidi? Um, saw a bunch of DC panels. Got to see the new uh, Green Lantern animated film, Emerald Knights. If the, if the video just got blurry, it's not the focus. It's Walton's tears. Aww. <laughs> but I don't think his eyes are actually recording this. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to happen. Good call, Heidi. High five, Hilliker. Technology, you know, it's there. Um, saw some good cosplay on the on the floor. New What's the rule. craziest cosplay you've seen? New rule. This is the craziest cosplay I've seen. You are not allowed to just wear your Halloween costume to a sci-fi, fantasy, comic book related thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, There's a little girl in a stroller who's just started clapping. <laughs> yes, it, she did. It, like she's in a zebra outfit. She had, that, that, no, uh, she, she's excluded. She's excluded. <laughs> Walton, she saw Gilmore. She was clapping. She, Gilmore was like, "Yeah." She looked at Gilmore. And she goes. <laughs> she looked at Gilmore, and immediately like, her soul like evaporated. And Gilmore's like, "That was Hong. Hong looks like Buddha. Who doesn't love Buddha?" Everyone loves Buddha, and he's often letting you rub his belly too, which yeah. is very. <laughs> there he goes. He's there. like, that was Buddha, who's a popular figure worldwide. <laughs> like, why would they possibly make him cry when they got Chaka next to him? Okay, there we go. I was scared of Chaka as a kid. Okay, Heidi. Okay. That's a good rule. Okay, yep. What's a good cosplay you've seen? Uh, saw a really good Power Girl today. Damn fine Power Girl. We got a picture of her, so maybe we'll post it. Um, it's probably one of the better ones I've seen. Oh, what else? What else? Oh! Get some today's. Ryan got a picture uh, yesterday with a really awesome alien costume. It had like the tail moving and everything? The tail didn't move, but it, it was uh, huge. Like, the, the, I don't know, it was like some sort of fixture, and it probably went out, I would say, maybe like six, ten feet behind it. The mouth came oh, in yeah, and out? Oh, yeah, there was a tongue that like came out of the mouth. But I think it was really just one of those party things where you like, where you blow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still cool. It's still cool. It's like a potty, potty popper and yeah. everything. It was invented. 
inventive. Inventive, I thought. That is cool. Um, so guys, WonderCon. I gotta wrap this up, right? Let me wrap this up. Wrapping it up. WonderCon. Are you coming back next year? Yeah. If Geekscape's coming back. We gotta come back, right? So WonderCon, guys, between now and then, check out the Geekscape website at geekscape.net. We have tons of creators like here on the podcast. We have tons of pop popular personalities like here at the podcast. Like, look at this kid right here. Popular. We have unpopular podcasts. I like how that's the <laughs> slowest pan in history. It's like, guys, guys, guys. I, I know I joke with Walton, and for Walton, I apologize so much. You know, you're a dear friend. Um, what, the, reason you, the, the, the reason you're shooting the show and not Gilmore, Walton can direct the show and add that sense of dread that is so necessary. When I say pan to Gilmore, he knows to do it slow <laughs> and be like, uh, like a horror movie. Right? And Gilmore would have just been like, let's get the Gilmore. Who doesn't love that? That little kid that you scared who will never return to comic. Please. So listen, we're going to get back to selling the goods here at the Geekscape booth. You guys need to go and read the, the goofs. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. You guys need to read the Geekscape stuff and all our coverage this entire week at the Geekscape website. We've got those interviews that we conducted coming up on future shows. Geekscape.net. If you're on Facebook, search for Geekscape. YouTube, Twitter, search for Geekscape. There's like a live band playing somewhere. We're going to get back to the craziness, and we will see you on the website, right? Right. Laters. In a British wannabe cowboy.